Good morning, Rabboisai. Today's Hayoim. Sphere reminder. Hayoim. Shmuelas Yoim Shem Shneshov Wois Varboyomim Boimer or Loimer. Today's year sponsored by our Leib Kazowski in memory of the Yorzer and my mother, Batibas Avram. The merit of our learning being a leader for Neshama. And the Ocean Cove family, Lili Nishma, Yona Ben Golda Zahava. Jonah Goldschmidt, Zuchernel Vrocha on his first yard side, 29th of Nisan. Tomorrow is my mother's yard side. How do I know that? Because today is Yom Ma'ut. So, Bezer Shem, a big yard side tomorrow. Uh, a very, very big Mazel Tov to one of our Chabura who just joined the select club of grandfatherhood, Ari Rosenstein. <laughs> Mazdov, granddaughter. His daughter is not only part of the uh, daf, but she was also, when we moved to Israel seven years ago, she's the one that embraced my daughter and they became very, very close. So it's not only a daf simcha. My daughter did her here at the chasana, etc. Great. It's a plug for my daughter. Yes. Rabbi Issa, I want to tell you, I, I received a voice note last night, and I want to play it for you, and I want to give you a Gdama. First of all, when I listened to it, I literally cried. Now, you're not going to cry, and I'm going to hold it together today. The reason why I cried is because it was a show of tremendous, tremendous chesed and concern of one Yid for others to get other Yidin to learn Torah. As you know, we were discussing Yossi Klein and Ben Schwartz and Matthias Steinberg and all these guys from New York, they got together. They bought uh, over $15,000 worth of art scroll Gemaras and they were giving them out to anybody that said that they want to start learning Daf Yoimi. And we're in the, the 650 range, I think, today. I didn't get an exact number. But a tzaddik from the UK found out that this offer was not outside of the United States. The art school didn't want to ship it out. You know, it's difficult to ship out to different countries. So he wrote in an email and he said that he would take on the project himself, him and his partner. So Dove Harris and Ellie Posen. You know Dove Harris, your buddy, no? Rabbi Schoenberg, I think they worked together back in the day. He wrote in an email once. So listen to this, Rabbi, it's crazy. 40 people received Gemaras in the UK. But how did they receive the Gemaras in the UK? Dove Harris himself got into his car and drove anywhere in any direction within 90 minutes of his home. 40 different people received hand Gemaras. But how did he do it? He didn't just call up Art Scroll. You can't call up Art Scroll in the United States, in the United Kingdom. He called up all the Spartan stores and he bought out everybody's Gemaras and he went from door to door. Listen to this message. If I could find it here. Oh, here it is. You have to be completely quiet. On YouTube, they'll probably hear it better. But here it goes, if you could hear it. I, I tell you what's super schmuck about it, is that for many years I've been the chair of an oh, organization yeah. here in the UK called PAL Further and Learn. It's pretty much like Partners in Terror in the States. We actually are the sister organization of them, and I've been working with Ellie Gewertz and Romernick for a number of years. They do the stuff there. We do the stuff here. We work together. 
And Bar Hashem, when you go round, well, of course there's Haimisha Olam here, like there's Haimisha Olam in the States, who have taken these Gemaras. But when I go out of town, and I travel 30, 40 minutes out, and I deliver a Gemara to a guy who's just learning now for the first time, old guys and young guys, this is Mamush the Messiah, this is Mamush how we're going to see and change the world. And it's so fantastic to see these guys taking it on. Uh, it's, it's unbelievable. I, I, this opportunity has opened my eyes even further. Thank you for for giving me a part, opportunity to be part of it. Thank you, thank you. Okay, I'm listening to myself again so I can cry again. You guys don't. Basically, he was saying that he was giving out Gemaras, and this is, he's thanking us for the schos. He was so happy that he had the opportunity to do chesed and to see people that have never learned Gemara in their life. Some of them never opened up a Gemara in their life. Some of them were very old, some of them were young. Driving from here to there, I thought it was an incredible, incredible story and a display of chesed and Torah together. Another one of the chapters in your book. And let's just read. If you're new to the shir, we read emails in the beginning of the shir in order to get to know people, get to know the Dove Harris's, Deli Posen's of the world. Here's one guy, a great guy from New York, a typical Flatbush guy, you know, one of these stoltsy looking guys, a smart guy. He also had the Hatsala radio on him, you know, the whole thing, but a really smart guy, a great guy. And he says, Dear Eli, his name is David Zlatnik. Wow, what an amazing couple of days. I had this chus to meet you once again in person and attend your live shir Wednesday night in Ben Schwartz's home, Thursday night in Borough Park, and Sunday afternoon in Woodmere. I would have come Mati Shabbos and work out. The energy in Achtos was just palpable in each shir, even though it went late into the night. I can only imagine what it was like for you giving the shir like this so late at night for around a month here in the USA. Yes, Baruch Hashem, somebody noticed. To start giving a shir at 12.15 in the morning, when your body's starting to shut down, is, is not fun. So, okay, somebody, one guy noticed. <laughs> and that, that's the line I wrote myself, Noam. I stuck it. What an absolute Kiddush Hashem, seeing all the different types of all different ages and getting coming together to learn such the sweet Torah of Hashem. Not to give labels, but, I love it. Not to give labels, but, we're used to seeing Hasidim stick with Hasidim, Lubavitches with Lubavitches, Kalta Litvaks with Kalta Litvaks. So on and so forth. But all of us members of the Shia broke, broke that rule. And we saw all different types of Yidin coming together to tire. What a Kiddush Hashem is all due to you. Stuck that in there. One thing I've learned from learning the Daf every day since Brachas is that a person can do anything as long as he puts his mind to it. See, people learn different, different insights in life. We truly miss you here in New York. Y-A-W-K. And hopefully we'll be able to see you real, real soon in RBS with the coming of Mashiach. Don't plan on missing a day until we finish Shas. So, David Zlatnik started with us in Brachas. And I had a few conversations with him. And one of them lasted by Ben Schwartz's home till 4 in the morning. And that is that if he says, if he misses one day, he's an all or nothing guy. If he misses one day, he's done with Dafyani. So he's very careful not to miss a single day. And I told him, it's a shtus. You are going to miss. It's a question when. It's not a question if. No. He's not going to miss. So we had these arguments back and forth. And I feel bad for him because I'm also an all or nothing guy. And I went through this falling off the bandwagon a number of times. And I'm trying to help him out. Maybe one day it'll get to him. But meanwhile, he hasn't missed the daf since Brachas daf base. All right. So our boy Sai, here we go. Today is daf dalad. Top of daf dalad. And we are discussing the machloikis between Rabbi Yochan and Rishlokish that we had yesterday. Rabbi Yochanan. 
as we're familiar with this Pasuk, learns the idea of a Kayin being mafresh, taking the Kayin away from his family, from Yom Kippur, from this Pasuk, sorry, from Miluim, this is the Pasuk of Miluim, Lechaper Aleichem. That's Rabbi Yechonah. Rish Lakish argues and he says, no. We learn it from Matan Torah. Moshe Rabbeinu was sequestered for six days. We had a seventh day for Tuma, but we get the idea from Matan Torah. Top of Davdal Alam and Aleph, top line, Omele Rabbi Yechonah and Rish Lakish. Bishleim Elidididi, the Alfinomi Miluim. I understand that I, I learned it out from Miluim, Hainu de Tanya, Zevizem, Mazen, Olav, Kol Shiva. Mikol Chatoy Shahoyusham. The Kayanayim Kippur, and for the Para Aduma, they sprinkle these Kayanim every day from the ashes of the Para Aduma. Now, what is Mikol Chatoy Shahoyusham? All the all the afer of the paraduma that was there. So, a little bit of a chidush here. Not everybody knows this, so we're into chidushim. First of all, there was only nine paradumas in the entire history. That's it, nine. There's going to be a tenth when Mashiach comes. But it is a very interesting chidush. When you cremation, Take a human being, put him in a crematum. How much ash do you have from, you have like a teaspoon, you have a, nothing. So how much ash do you have from this paraduma? And what are you going to tell me? You have, let's say, this amount, and you add it to water, but you can't just add it to water. It has to be near up near my, you have to see the ashes. And you have tens of thousands of tmei mace. Anybody goes to Levi, anybody held this? All. So from nine, how do we have? The answer is, big chiddush. You could add as much wood as you want to the paraduma, to the burning of the paraduma. As long as the buster is there, you add and you add truckloads and truckloads and truckloads of ashes. Then Akash Baruch Hu sends a miracle, another paraduma. So it's a sign that you have to take this paraduma and make a paraduma. What do you do with all the ashes? Now, to begin with, here, we want to introduce to you my favorite chart, but in large. You take the ashes and you divide them into three. And one of the thirds, they take it and they put it right here on the pink, in the chayl. And that just stays there forever. So, here, let's move it this way. This is the Kodesh Kodesh on top, this is the Heichal. They put the ashes over here between the Azara and the Soireg right over the chayl. They put the ashes. So they have nine different batches of ashes. And on that, the Gemara says, Simple pshat, one pshat. It would take from all nine or all three, whatever was in that generation, and sprinkle every day. When he was doing the inauguration of the Beis HaMikdash, they sprinkled him with what? With blood. He was bringing Karbanas every day, the Miluim, and they sprinkled him with the blood. So we see the idea of being sprinkled with blood, sprinkled with water, with the ashes of the paradum. But you're a shlokish that you learn from the idea of Moshe Rabbeinu being sequestered for six days. There's no, there's no sprinkling by Moshe Rabbeinu on Har Sinai. Nobody sprinkled him. So where do you see the idea of sprinkling? It doesn't make sense what you're saying. What's the connection? Aaron Akoyan was sprinkled with blood of a carbon, and now he's sprinkling 
The paraduma, people with water, it's, it's different. Holy cash, he says, we're going to, uh, that's not a great question. Once, the first time in history, by the Miloim, there was, there was no paradua yet. He didn't have anything, he didn't have base either. So they used blood. Once we got the first paraduma running, from then on, it was the water. They, everything is sprinkled with the water, the ashes of the paraduma. Back to the question. Where do you see the idea of sprinkling? Why are you sprinkling the Kayan on Yom Kippur? Why are you sprinkling on Miluim? There's no sprinkling for Moshe Rabbeinu on Sinai if you're going to learn it from Sinai. Malay, Ma'ala, Ba'alma, this is the third time we're seeing this idea that there's a special Ma'ala. So first of all, there's a Ma'ala, meaning Paraduma, we're familiar with the Ma'ala. Since Paraduma, we were mezalzal in the Paraduma, we treated it improperly. Why? You take a Kayan and you put a Sheritz on him or whatever you do to him. You make him tame, so people are going to say, oh, this is a, this is a weak kind of avaida. So we step it up. We give all these chumras. Okay, that's the Milo Paraduma. What about Yom Kippur? Yom Kippur, the kind of is dealing with the Shekhinah. So you have to treat it with great respect. And therefore, we do hazah, but in a chanami. The what? Where? Where do you see Ma'ala? Fakert. Sinai doesn't have Sinai doesn't have a zone, right? So you're asking, you should learn from there from the Ma'ala? That there's no? I hear. Interesting kasha. No, I'm just asking, if in Sinai there was no Hazar, so shouldn't you learn for other things that have, how much more? I mean, Moshe Rabbeinu met he had such a relationship with Akash and he didn't have a zah. Okay. I hear. Says the Gemara, Tanya Kabasei the Rabbi Yochanan. So now we're going to bring one raya for Rabbi Yochanan, and then a whole sugya raya for Shlakish. Rabbi Yochanan holds that we learn the idea of to be sequestered for seven days from Miluim, from the inauguration. Tanya Kabasei the Shlakish. Tanya Kabasei the Rabbi Yochanan. Bezois Yovai Aharin Al Kodesh. So we had the pasuk yesterday. We don't have to show the chart, or we could show the chart. Bezois Yovai Aharin. This pasuk is extra. So what do you do with this pasuk? B'me'a sh'omer b'inyin. B'zais. In those halachas that we're talking about. Ma'i. B'inyin d'miluim. We're talking about the inauguration. U'ma'omer b'miluim. B'inyin d'miluim. What do we say? Aram pir shiva v'shim v'shim echad. They sequestered him seven days to perform one day of avayda. And what happened? U'mo'yishom moser lo'i kol shiva k'day l'chan chay ba'avayda. We have a whole mesechta of what a kohen gadol has to do. There's unbelievable amounts of halachas and, and how many times they wash their hands and how many times they wash their hands and feet. And then the is this way and that way and going around. Kabbalah, Eloch, Ezrika, and all. So Moshe Rabbeinu had to train him. And from there we learned the idea for all the generations. Sequester him for seven days. And he performs that by the one day. You But you have the Talmidim of Moshe Rabbeinu. Tzdukin. Don't give Tzdukim to teach. Why? Because the Tzdukim, they hold even when it comes to the Ketaris. We're talking about Yom Kippur now. So the Ketaris and Yom Kippur, Rashi says that they have a little picture here. Not that it's not an exact picture, but again, Kolal Shon, phenomenal book. Go ahead, purchase it. It's unbelievable. Here's the Kohen Gadol with the Machta of Ketaris, all shovelful. Question is, do you put it on the fire outside or do you put it on the coals inside? Tzdukim hold outside. So since they 
Obviously, they have different ways of doing things. We don't want to learn from them. So, seven days before Yom Kippur, we take the coin, oh, and put him in Lishkas Parhedrin. Here we go. Where's Lishkas? Right over here. This is Lishkas Parhedrin. Right over here. We'll call it over here. Okay. And the same way we sequester the Kohen Gadol for Yom Kippur, we do so for the Paraduma. Where? Pnei Abira. The whole thing is called Bira. There's a place right over here that's a little bit eastward of the Parhedrin, right over here. And that's where they, there's a room for the Kohen that does Tzafayna Mizracha. Here. Tzafayna. Mizrach. That's Mayrev on top, Mizrach on the bottom. I know it's not like an American map where north is on top, but that's how it goes when it comes to Beis HaMikdash. V'achar zeh, v'echot zeh, v'echot zeh, ma'azin olav kol shiva, mekol chatish, o'ayusham, the tukoyanim, the Yom Kippur kain, the parakain, they get sprinkled from all the chatois that were there. V'im, toimar, bimiluim, dam, hochamayim, how can you learn from Iluim over there? It was blood sprinkled on air and not water. As we explained before, once we already have, a, there's no paraduma by Aaron Akkad, but once they were able to get the first paraduma going, from then on, they sprinkled with water, not with blood. Now, anytime the Gemara says, you know what the question is going to be. Why do you need Va'aymer? Why do you need another Pshat? So, what's the second Pshat? Kasher, just in case, where was that over here? The famous pasuk that we keep on going to. This one. So we have another raya. Now I skipped those three words on purpose because Taisvis on Tavgimelam Beis in Dibra Vasa the Rabbi says you have to take out these words. As a little reminder for Shkalim, sometimes you take out words because it doesn't make any sense. As Taisvist, Rabbi Yochanan is of the opinion that the whole entire Pazik is talking about Yom Kippur and there's no Paraduma here. So why would it say over here, Elo Maisapara? There's no Paraduma. So Taisvist skips those words and just says, Lechaper Elo Maisa Yom Kippur. Whatever it is, maybe, you know, like the guy that wrote the Vilna, the Monoraim, whatever, sons, whatever. They put it in, they. Riata, whatever the, the, the reason is. Well, it was way after that, but okay. Are you telling me that this pasuk comes for something else? What do you mean that the pasuk is extra? It's not extra? Think about it. Why, do you why are you telling me this Pazik coming to say the idea of Prisha? The sequester for seven days. The Pazik is coming to tell you what the coin has to bring, what Aaron coin brought, a power and a aisle. The answer is, it's a very nice answer. Look at this. It's a male. It's a ram. How, how do you say it in Hebrew? You have to use a Lashon Zachar. Bezeh. Bezeh Yavai. With the male. With this male. You're talking about a, an animal, a Zachar animal. Let's just say... With him, not with her. Why does the Torah say bezois with her? With her is referring to Prisha. Prisha is a Lush and a Keva. 
to sequester in Hebrew in Lashon Kaidish, that's Nekeva. Bezais with the sequestering of of seven days, Yavayara in and he brings the the. It's a little nicer than when you when you speak it out like this. You have to explain. My bezois shmas mino tarti. You hear from this pasuk two things. Obviously, they hear the obvious. It says in, it's even in red. That's what the pasuk is going to say. But the pasuk is saying a very deep thing here. You need to be sequestered. Bezois in that word. Be medayik. What's going on here? Because Baruch knows grammar. So why is he using female? Tell us the, the, the idea of seven days of pre-shah, which is Lush and Nekeva. Okay, so going back, why, if we already have this beautiful Pasuk Bezois, isn't this enough? Why do I need this Pasuk also? What's Va'imer? Why, why do you need two rise from a Torah? Maybe I'll say, Gary, I need a little bit of a clock if you can. I don't need the whole screen. Oh, you don't have to be sorry. Oh, here we go. Shkoyach. Maybe this whole idea is only, look, Aaron Akayim the first time, but never again. It was a one-time deal. But a thousand years later, you don't have to have the pre-show. Maybe it's only Aaron himself, nobody else. The boy That's why I need a second pasuk. Because if you're going to ask me on one pasuk, I'll have the second pasuk. Rabbi Isai, I think it's a beautiful coincidence. There's no such thing as coincidence. As Pratis, we're almost 30 days in front before Matan Torah. I'm going to learn a sugya of Matan Torah about Shavuos, about Matan Torah. And I guarantee you that there are things in the sugya that will make you scratch your head a little bit. Maybe things that you didn't know about. But the first minute, you have to like pay attention here. You have to hop. Otherwise, you might take a little nap for 10 minutes. It's kedai to pay attention here. So, oh, I have a chart that I forgot to show. I'll show it real quickly. Vayaz, that it's, it says that they sprinkled Aaron with blood, Vayaz. How do we know it's for seven days? It's just the Rashi. I, I printed out a nice Rashi because it says in the Pasuk later, a different place. It says, that whatever you do on the first day applies to all seven days. So there you know the idea of sprinkling all seven days of the Miluim. Okay. Here we go. This is the entire sugya, just in the Pasuk itself. It's two charts I did here. This is one, two. I get, don't get nervous in the chart. I, I heard the groaning already. There's, here's the Pasuk. Simple Pasuk. Read the Pasuk with me. Tell me how you understand this Pasuk. Rested on Har What does this word mean? These words. And it was covered with a, with a cloud. What was covered? Har Simple Pshat Har Say Hashem covered it. Hashem covered it with a cloud. What's Pashup Shah? L'chaira, like Yosef is saying, the, the mountain. Sheshus Yamim for six days. Vayikral Moshe, Akash Borhu called Moshe to tell him what? So we have four machlaikas in here. It's really one machlaikas that translates into four different things. Vayikra, what did he tell him? What was covered? When did this happen? 
ביום השביעי, when was the seventh day? מתוי חנה. ויקרא על מוישה ביום השביעי מתוי חנה. Now, there's a few basics here. What happened? הקדוש ברוך הוא gave Klai Yisrael Vaseris Adibris. That's called Matan Torah. He didn't give them a Sefer Torah. He didn't give them the Luchas. He said Vaseris Adibris. Anoichi Hashem, lo yihye lecha. Yeah? By the way, that's, uh, those two are a, what do you call them? The uh, self, um, people that love themselves a lot. Uh, a narcissist. That's a narcissist's favorite uh, Dibris. Anoichi, it's all about me. And lo yihye you can't have anything. Fine, good, great joke. Next. In the middle of this tough so you got to break down a little bit. There was, no, I'm turning his head away from the busha. Happens, happens. I'll give it back. That's the signal. So I'll give it back. So I'll One thing that is part, we have, there's a machlaikis that we're going to see. When did that happen? Did it happen on the sixth day of Sivan? This is Chodesh Sivan. This is Tammuz. Did it happen on the sixth day in blue? Or did it happen on the seventh day of Sivan in black? Machloik is tonight. Okay. But one thing is clear. That on the seventh day of Sivan, Moshe Rabbeinu went up to Shemaim to receive the Luchas. Nobody argues in that. And he broke the Luchas all the way on Shavas of Adamus. Forty days later. From Zion till Shavas of Adamus is forty days. I actually had to put this in. I know some guys are going to tell me I'm a shaitak. They've probably just done control C and fill the whole thing and populate it. Fine, I sat there, uh, uh, center, okay, fine. Great. Now, so from everybody agrees, this is what happened. But the question is, did that happen before Matan Torah or after Matan Torah? And it's dependent on this machloikas, when was Matan Torah? Now, if you say that it happened after Matan Torah, that's what we say, Glili, in green, it happened for, for these six days right here, so then we have a very nice raya to the idea of being sequestered. But if it happened, and that's is on Moshe Rabbeinu. So there's different things going on here. Rabbi Yaisi Aglili who holds that Matan Torah was on the 7th, on the 6th, sorry, on the 6th. He holds was on Moshe Rabbeinu. So HaKosh sequestered him. HaKosh covered him with a, with, a, with a cloud. Like in a room, he put him in a room. Bidud. But if you hold the six days were prior to Matan Torah, they were over here, it can't be Bidud. You know why? Because Moshe Rabbeinu kept on going up and down the mountain. Hag Sahar, stay away from your wife, stay away from the mountain, do this, do that, all different things. He's going up and down. So he wasn't, in, he wasn't sequestered. So if you hold that was before, here, the blue line, before, no Raya. If you hold is after, great Raya. Okay, let's see inside. It's not that complicated. So again, so we have over here, let's start from the beginning. Rabbi Yisrael says, when did this happen? On Zion Siva. So it happened, this whole Pasuk. And one big aside in the Sugi, I have to say, is that the Pasuk is only talking about one thing. Either it's talking about Matan Torah, or it's talking about the Luchas, but it can't be talking about two things. So, and that answers a very big question in the Sugi. So, it happened, this Pasuk happened over here. Zion is talking about from over here. 
But according to Rabbi Akiva, by Yishkoin, Kvaidai, it's talking about over here, Rishchaydash. That's number one. Machlegs number one, we're not going to go into these machlegs really. The main machlegs that we want to know is by Yechaseyo Anan. So according to Rabbi Yisai Glili, Hakush covered Moshe. According to Rabbi Akiva, which is the symbol shot in the Bazil Yosef, said, Hakush covered the mountain. And there's no raya to being sequestered for seven days. That's all we want, that Nekuda. What did Hashem want from Moshe Rabbeinu? He called him out of Prisha. He was being sequestered over here in the green, according to Rehazek Lili. So called him out of here. Let's come out. I have to give you the luchas. According to Rebbe Akiva, he, uh, sorry, yeah, he call, called him to give him the Torah. It's about Matan Torah. It's not about the luchas. The Pasuk is Matan Torah Pasuk. And finally, according to Rehazek Lili, it's seven days. When? Not from Rishchidosh. Seven days, because the whole Pasuk is talking about the Luchas, so seven days afterwards, in other words, right over here. Bayoim Ashvi means from here, from Matan Torah, seven days later, over here. According to Rebbe Kiva, we're talking about seven days from here, and that's when he gave the Torah. Okay, let's see inside. Thank you, Fifteen minutes. Seems like a lot. I think we did most of the Sugi now. Balpet. Moshe went into the cloud. He was covered by the cloud. And that gave him great Gdusha. We're talking about a special cloud here. Cloud of Gdusha. Why? In order for him to give over, to receive the Torah for Klai Yisrael when he's completely Kaddish. This Pasuk right over here. This is Rabbi Yisaglili speaking, this occurred, this whole Pasuk occurred after Baser Sadibros, right over here. This Pasuk started over here, after Vav. He holds it, happened in the blue light, after here. So, the seven days were Prisha, six days over here of Prisha, great Raya to Rishlakish. He was starting from Rish Chaydesh. In other words, there was no Prisha. And now we are turning to the Dalaram Beis, sponsored by David, by who? By Badner. What's his first name? Yaakov Badner. Yaakov Badner and Stephen Sokolov. For Dina Tamar Shidduch, for Dina Tamar Bas, Esther Rivka, and for Shidduch, for Sorelina Bas, Godaleya. And our new sponsor, Shidduch for Shendel Rachel Bas, Avram Tzvi. And retroactive, all the times I mention his name without Tzvi, it's Tzvi. Vayichaseyo Adon Lahar. Vayikra on Zayin Sivan. Vayikra El Moshe. Now you see it says Moshe. Hashem called Moshe. Now if he is giving over the Aser Sadibras, who, who did Hashem say the Aser Sadibras to? All of Klai Yisrael. It says in the Pasuk of Yisrael, Moshe. Moshe v'chal Yisrael la'imdim. No, all of Klai Yisrael is there. So why does it say Moshe Rabbeinu? To give him special honor. Reb Nasan Oimer. Now, we're going to see that these two shitas are not arguing with Rabbi Yisrael Glili. They go in the shita of Rabbi Yisrael Glili. That what? There was a prisha here. We're talking about Moshe Rabbeinu going up to Shemayim to receive the luchas. And there's a prisha. 
he had to get rid of all the food in his intestines. To make him like a malach. Now there's a discussion. What did Moshe Rabbeinu eat already? He ate man. Man was absorbed into the body. There's no intestines. Okay. Ein I don't know. It's a kasha. They discuss it. There's answers. I saw Hasidic answers. Whatever. Now, says the Gemara. Ramasio ben Chorosh Just to point out. Who's Ramasio ben Chorosh? He's not really brought down in Shas much. He's in a Pirkei Ovas. There's a famous line by him. You should be a, a, a son of the Shualim. Al-Tiz son of the Shualim. Zon of La Rayus. Yeah, the Shualim. So, there's a Medrash in Yalkim Shemayni that says amazingly just to describe who he is. Medrash says that Ramasio never saw a woman in his life. The Yitzhahara was jealous. And he went to Akash Baruch Hu and he said, what do you think about Ramasio? And Akash Baruch Hu said, he's a Tzadigoma. So he says, give me the right to be Machshul. And he said, go ahead. So he brought, he dressed up as the prettiest woman, Achoyz Tuval Kayin. Nama Achoyz Tuval Kayin. That's how, and he looked away. So he jumped in front of him that way, that way, he kept on playing. <coughs> Ramasio said, okay, see, I'm going to be Nikshal. He took a Nail and poked his eyes out. As he's like the Medrash. Unbelievable Medrash. And then Akash told Malch Rafal to go be Merapim. And he said, no, it's already done. I don't want to be Merupa. I don't want to Ripui. Akash said, I promise you, you won't, have a, you won't be Nikshal. She said, okay. And he was Merapim. This is Reb Okay, so now that you know where Reb is. Masio ben Again, I agree with Reb Yosef's concept that there's seven days that is Biprisha. And just like before, Reb says, so I forgot to mention a very important point. Reb holds, why, did, why was the preacher for seven days? To get rid of the food. So you can't learn to any kind of the later generation that you, you have to be sequestered. It's the, for Moshe Rabbeinu only to, to, to get rid of the food. The same now with Reb With fear. The Torah should be given with fear. Bereses, with trembling, to, to shake. Shenemar, ivdus Hashem biyiro, when you are oivet Hashem, it has to be biyiro, with fear. Vigilu, we have to rejoice, biro oda. So how's it possible? How can you rejoice and tremble at the same time? My vigilu biro oda, om ravada bar masno merav, bimokum gilo, shom tehei ro oda. In other words, a, a marshal that you could say, maybe, it's not a perfect marshal, but maybe just to, to bring it down to, a guy, for instance, has a great voice, and his entire life, he, he trains his voice, goes to, classes, voice lessons. He's dreaming of, of, of showing his voice. And finally gets a spot on the national talent show. He gets up there in front of a 20,000 person audience. He's shaking his knots in his stomach. He can barely sing. But he has an unbelievable simcha. So the fear is there. But the simcha, like, oh, he finally has the opportunity to show the world. And maybe he'll launch his career. When you meet the Rebbein Shalom, it's, it's unbelievable fear. But at the same time, it's tremendous simcha. Here's the So what's the machlagis? What's the side of their whole machlagis? When was the Torah given? Going to be in 30 days. So at least we come to Shavuos. We have an understanding of what's going on here. Was Matan Torah on the sixth day of Sivan? In other words, everybody agrees. Right over the blue box. 
then Moshe Rabbeinu went back up to Shemaim on the 7th. That's no Machlaikis. Machlaikis is when were the Asar Sadibras given? On the 6th or on the 7th? Well, if they're given on the 7th, that means they received the Lucha, the, the Asar Sadibras on the 7th, on the 7th, and went back up to Shemaim to get the Luchas. He was just told that Asar Sadibras, but he didn't have the physical Luchas. He had to go back up and get the rest of the Torah with it. Like we learned in Shkalim, right? That on the Luchas, one man said, all the Torah was written between the words. That, was, that came after the Asar Sadibras. It was the same Okay, different gersois, add it, not. So, more explains. This is the Yisoy of Machlegis. That's why Rabbi Yisak was forced to say an interesting chat in the Pasuk that doesn't flow the way we read the Pasuk that the, we're talking about that the mountain was covered, why is he forced into that? Because he holds that the Torah was given on the 6th. If the Torah was given on the 6th, it says a second later, to do what? The Torah was already given on the 6th. He couldn't have given it on the 7th. And the Pasuk is talking about one thing. That answers the question, because you're going to say, maybe Yom is talking about Luchas. In the beginning of the Pasuk, is talking about Asar Sadir. No. The Pasuk is talking about one thing. So if the Pasuk is talking about Matan Torah and that happened on the 6th, why in the world would the Pasuk say Shiva? Besides, where's the Anan? The Anan went away. L'chaira. If there's an Anan there until Matan Torah, Matan Torah happened, Anan dissipated. He didn't listen to the first woman. Okay. Nobody falls asleep in this year. No one. If somebody fell asleep, Shadi didn't listen to the first minute. Okay. Great. You're allowed to fall asleep. I'm just, it never happened. This way. <laughs> Coming from the son-in-law, trying to stick up for his father. Like, Givali. I love it. I love it. No, oh, he's thinking it through. He's going through the whole chaj of the six. Okay. Yeah. Says the Torah is given on the sixth. The whole pasuk happened after the Sarah Sadibris was given. Who did Hashem cover? Hashem covered Moshe Rabbeinu, and there you see the idea of Prisha. He wanted to sequester him in order to receive the Luchas Big Dusha. So why did he call? To get the luchas. The rest of the Torah. Yeah, well, it's also the, it's the luchas. No, 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 no. Before was the Aser Sadibras. Aser Sadibras. And afterwards, Shara Torah, but also the luchas. The physical luchas. And if you, because if you say, that's like Rebbe Kiva, that the whole Pasuk started at the beginning of the month. And Rebbe Kiva holds what was covered, not Moshe Rabbeinu, the mountain. Where did he call him from? You have to continue to the end of the Pasuk. There was a, a, a cloud there. Where did the cloud come from? The whole Pasuk already said that he already received the Aser Sadibros. It can't be that it's saying the same thing that it happened on the next day. It already happened the day before. And there's no Anan anymore. How could it be? How could it be that there was a, there was a it seems like the Anan went away after Matan Torah. 
So that's why, because he's forced, because he holds, Rabbi Yosei that Matan Torah was on the 6th, so he has to force the passing into talking about Shara Torah, the Luchas. Rabbi Kiva says that the passing is talking about Matan Torah, that Ser Sadibros, not the physical, just that Ser Hashem. So he could say that the six days of pre, happened beforehand, and they're not Prisha, six days of a cloud covering the mountain, not Moshe Rabbeinu. I know, it's a little complicated. This it happened on the seventh day, Matan Torah. Okay, so now the Gemara just says, very simple, very simple now. From here on out, easy. This works beautifully according to Rabbi Kiva. Here is Matan Torah. And if you count, if you look closely, it starts at 1. 1, 2, 3, 4, 40. Where is day 40? Shivasa Batamos. So it works out beautifully according to Rabbi Kiva. Fits in great. There's 24 days left in Sivan from Matan Torah. 1, 2 until 24 here. It ends at 24, right here. Vishitsa the Tamas. And another 16 days of Tamas. And it happened the next day. He broke the Luchas. There was 40 days that he completed being in the mountain. He came down on the 17th. He broke the Luchas. But according to Rabbi Yosei that these, these green, right over here, six days of green, is Prisha. So when did the 40 start? Afterwards. So that pushes off Shavasabatamas by six days. What's the Gemara going to answer? That these six are included in the 40. That's it. The reason why I remember that, you have to speak it out though. So it comes out that the, the breaking of the Luchas that everybody takes for a given, that it happened on Shavasabat Tamas, there's no Machlaikas. Actually happened on the 23rd of Tamas. Not true. The 40, the 6, these 6, it actually started like Rebbe Kiva, right over here. 1, 2, 3, we counted. Part of it is 6 days of being sequestered on the mountain. Then Akash Baruch took him up after he sequestered, took him up upstairs to get the Luchas. So this is what we discussed before. Akash Baruch said that Sarah said to who? We know that everybody heard them. Like we said before, so why does mention Moshe only, not all Yisrael? To give him honor. You have to see this. So here's Kol Elav. So if you've seen the Gemara, it says Kol Elav, you know what it's talking about. The Pazik says Hakol Medaber Elav. What should it say? It's grammatically correct to say Hakol Loi, the sound to him. What's a love? Sigmar Darshins, Kol a love, Moshe Shama, the Holy Israel, Loi Shamu. Loi Shamu, it's a question. Moshe Shama, the Holy Israel, Loi Shamu, Loi Kashia. So a love means only he heard it. A love. What? How is it possible? Loi Kashia, Hobbes Sinai, Hobbes Sinai, By Sinai, we know all of Kla Israel heard Akhajbarku's voice. But when Akash Baruch Hu continued to speak to Moshe Rabbeinu on consistent basis, on oil Mayit, nobody heard it, only Moshe Rabbeinu. A love, only him. When Akash Baruch Hu called, call is a louder sound, it's a louder voice, everybody heard it. Vayikra is more of, that everybody could hear. Dibur is, Vaydaber is only to Moshe Rabbeinu.
Reb Zrika, Rami Kroi, Kamei the Rebbe Lazar, he asked a question, a contradiction in the Pesukim to Rebbe Lazar. Ba'am Rila, Om Reb Zrika, Rebbe Lazar Rami. Some say it was Rebbe Lazar himself that asked the contradiction. Ksiv. V'yachol Moshe, v'layachol Moshe, l'ayachol Moshe, kishachin ala v'ana. He couldn't physically get into the, to the, it was a barrier. The Anon, the cloud, couldn't let him in. But he did go in. So what happened? He couldn't go on in his own strength. It says by, by, uh, by the Anon, it's by the Matantar Betoich, within. Just like by Kriyas Yamsov, there's a, a pathway. There's a path. Afkan. Shvil. Let's continue. Vayikro el Moshe, just two minutes. Vayikro el Moshe ve'idaber. Lama hikdim kriel adibur. Why did Hakadosh Baruch Hu? Why was he mocked him, calling him? So before talking, people say, uh, "Where does it say in the Torah?" Ma'isashaya, I was by Rucham Kanievsky's house, and a guy <laughs> cut the line. So I said, "So what are you doing?" He says, "Where does it say in the Torah?" So show me. You say, show me. Uh, here you see that the Torah is makbid our manners. We don't have very manners. Simple manners. We have Gemara. Don't spin in front of somebody else. You're going to gross them out. Where does it say the Torah you can't pick your nose in front of another person? Don't say, don't pick your nose, but just one plus one. It, the Torah talks about manners. You read the Torah, you learn Maybe that guy never got to Yuma, that, that dollar. He's talking about Bagamas, though. But over here you see. Lama Higdim Kriyala Dibur. Lim the Torah Derech Eres. He's yeah, whatever. Then he wonders why Rechan Kanesky told him to grow a beard. Actually, he had a kizun to one. Lin the Torah derech heretz. Shleyoyimar odom davel chaveriyam ken kareyu. You don't talk to your friend until you grab his attention. Don't start talking to him. So the Torah goes into details how to deal with the friend manners. Misayele Reb Chanina, Dom Reb Chanina, Leyoyimar odom davel chaveriyam ken kareyu. Leimar. What is the word Leimar? It's two words. Loy emar. Don't say this. Omar Rebbe. If you hear a secret, something from your friend, you don't say it over. Not even a secret. If a friend tells you something private, you don't go ahead and say it. It's also. Do not say it. Have a wonderful day. My, my son, Allah. I told, I told him that. I told him that. I did. I told him that. Ooh, I didn't even turn on Zoom. Was Zoom on? You can take one, but it's for cars. No, not because not because I don't I want it. I just never. Hi guys.
What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, there's a reason why. Wow, Yossi Schloss, Mark Steinberg. I can't hear anything. Yeah. Sure. Well, you're right. Last night. A I don't hear anybody. I hope I'm not interrupting. I just want to say a big Shalom Aleichem to David address. Did I just step on somebody's thing? I have no idea. I can't hear anything. Can't hear. You jumped out of bed. David. I saw the enthusiasm. You made it to Yeshiva World News. Ah. Somebody, somebody said he's gonna. What? Not to disturb the oil here. Put my towels there. Why is my towels here? Put my towels before somebody. It's great to be back, Mamish. Listen to this great idea. Listen to this great idea. You know those pictures I saw yesterday. The, I, the pictures I showed yesterday of the guys in New York, whatever, put them on the wall. And we'll start growing the wall. They're saying it's, it's MDY. It's a great idea, no? Oh, oh, Moreshit. <laughs> 